Hello, and welcome to the Creative Gene Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Richardson. This is your one-stop shop to all things pertaining to the wonderful world of songwriting. I'm so glad you're here. And we're back with another episode. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much for listening. Today's guest has pipes for days, and she's such a kind soul. Please welcome Mia Arsenault. Hey, Mia, how are you? Hi. I'm so good. It's so (laughs) amazing to be here. I'm so honored and excited. Well, I'm so excited to have you on. So um, Mia is another friend from school. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell us more about you? My name's Mia Arsenault. Um, I'm 20. I've been songwriting since since I was a little girl, honestly. Um, and I've been on and off with it throughout my life. But this past year, I decided to minor in songwriting. Okay. Try to get the fire going with it a bit more. So um, I met Megan this semester in um, a couple of my songwriting classes and um continuing to learn and um starting to put out more music so that's that's me that is so exciting so we're gonna go into our lyric of the week segment has there been anything that you've been listening to recently that kind of stood out to you yes so um there's a song by judah and the lion on their most recent album it's called i'm okay Okay. It's a song talking about mental health, Ooh. which is a big, um, big topic that I oh, love girl, to focus you know. on my music as yes, well. Yes, I yeah. love mental health. Anything mental health. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, and my favorite lyric, it, it goes like this. I'm an ocean now, peaceful on the out, but the deeper I go down... I'm discovering all the things my brain has let sink below, wow. eventually coming up like a cyclone. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that is I so just deep. love the imagery. I love the imagery and I resonate with it so much. Um, it's just such a beautiful, haunting picture. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, the imagery is really strong. And I really like how they used a strong, like, simile and, like, a lot of, like, literary devices in that lyric. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's really great. Super good. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check that song out. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, it's from their album. uh, Oh, what's the album called? Oh, it's called Pep Talk. And it's, it's a, this, honestly, it's a crazy album. Like every song is a different genre, but it's super artistic and really fun to listen through. Wow. Feels a little bit like a roller coaster. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. But I think that's very um, representative of like pe- someone's mental health journey because like that could be a roller coaster, mm-hmm. you know? Like, oh yeah. Healing is not linear at all. Like there's ups and downs. So yeah, that's great. Yeah, for sure. Super good. Well, I heard a song recently. Um, it's called Black Sea by Natasha Bloom. And 
one of the verses starts off like this. A thousand nights have passed. Change doesn't happen overnight, not visible at first. It's important to hold on. Inject your advice, your advice to me. Incinerate our shackles. So mm. it's definitely thought-provoking. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't really know, like, the full context of the song because, like, there's a lot of, like, symbolism and stuff in it. But um, I just like the line saying, inject your advice to me. Like, using the mm -hmm. word inject for something like that is yeah different, you know? Um, I love that. It, yeah. That's, like, one of the most important pieces to songwriting is, like, digging deep for those words that that grab your attention like that yeah. it can be really easy to go for just the easy surface level words so true. when you're writing a song yeah but putting in that extra work to search on thesaurus.com <laughs> or whatever or yeah that really brings your songwriting up a level it does yeah yeah that's that's great. really cool yeah it's it's a cool song um so we're gonna get to know you a little bit better as a songwriter <laughs> So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> How did you first get into songwriting? So, my very first memory of writing a song um I think I was literally like 7 or 8 years old and someone was showing my parents a song that they had written and I was like, "Whoa, I want to try that." So I wrote this little song. I don't remember how it went or it was probably like three sentences, but I wrote a song and was so excited about it. And so from then on, I just continued to try to pick up instruments. And um, in middle school, uh, my dad challenged me to write, I think he said 10 songs. And so in a week... I wrote 10 songs. Um, I knew like three chords on the guitar probably. <laughs> um, and they were super cheesy little 13-year-old girl songs. <laughs> but um, I honestly was able to pick up the way that chords work okay. at, at that young age. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this is something I can do. And Throughout high school, songwriting kind of went on the back burner, um, but when I got to college, I don't know, I started thinking about it again, and um, there was one day that I sat down and wrote another song, and it, it reminded me, like, how powerful it is and how it's it's like therapy for me mm -hmm. it helps me to process stuff that I'm going through yeah and I just realized like I need to minor in songwriting I need to get back into this wow. um I think this is something that God has gifted me with um so I'm I'm back into it and um trying to work on really making it a a priority in my life Wow. Um, that's so yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Kind of my story with songwriting. Thank you. Yeah. And I will say you are a very musical person. Like 
it just <laughs> runs through you, honestly. Like, you have such a beautiful voice and, like, your musicality. Oh. It's crazy. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Music has always been, you know, my focus. But songwriting specifically was something that hasn't been. Um, so, it, I don't know. There's something just a lot more vulnerable about mm-hmm. singing your own songs. Yeah. It's, it's honestly way more terrifying than singing a song someone else wrote. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Um, Maybe it's because, like, a cover's already been out there. It's tried and true. You know people like it, you know. Uh-huh, But then yeah. when it's your yes. song and it's coming from you, you're just like, uh, I don't really know how it's going to be received. Uh, yeah. And it's just, it's scarier when it's something coming from you, you know. Truly. It's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess that's my take on it. Absolutely, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah. So, what style of music do you write? That is a fabulous question that I have been asking myself a <laughs> lot recently too. Um, I think what tends to come out naturally is is pop. Okay. Um. Kind of towards like coffee shop. Um, a little bit folksy, but yeah, within the pop genre, I would say for sure. Um, is that what I want to be writing? I don't know, <laughs> but it just is, it's what comes out. Okay. So I'm, I'm on a journey with that right now for okay. sure. Yeah. Um, I've <laughs> been working with, um, some of my professors on just kind of trying to identify, where I want to be as an artist. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm working on that because I, I love folk Americana. That's, that's my favorite genre to listen to mm-hmm. and to sing along with. Um, I also enjoy R&B a little bit. Okay. Um, but, yeah, what, what tends to come out is just that kind of Taylor Swift yeah. coffee shop cutesy music okay so so we're working on that (laughs) I don't know (laughs) that's so cool well at least you're giving yourself a lot of space to like grow and change as an artist which is important yeah absolutely yeah absolutely that's great yeah I'm trying not to rush things or jump to conclusions Mm -hmm. um yeah I think that taking it slow and and um, making sure I know what I want when I make decisions like that yeah. is important. So It is very important. <laughs> yeah, because I, I think that like every artist wants to be like, oh, I don't fit into a genre. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I feel like that's not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. I, that's a really hard topic to discuss, but... yeah. As far as the industry goes, right. I know that that it's helpful to kind of have a genre that you can identify with, mm-hmm. um, that potential fans can identify with. Yeah. That can get on those Spotify browse playlists. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, 
I do agree with taking artistic license and, and letting yourself be free. But also there is something to be said about being able to kind of pick a genre and stick with it. Right. No, I do agree with you. I think because I'm studying music business right now. And from the business side of it, it is important to pick a genre so we can market you and like really push, like find your fan base and like, you know, so it's easier that way, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what do you normally like to write about? Yeah, I tend to just write about either situations I'm going through. Like I, I use songwriting to process my own struggles or mm-hmm. I'll write a song about an issue that I've been seeing discussed like online. Um, that's another thing I've, I've recently found myself doing is getting a little bit political at times, um, a little bit. Okay. Uh, uh, the my most recent single that I put out actually came from an ongoing discussion that we had in my theology class. Really? Um, about creation. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah. So, I yeah I just like to process issues. I guess is the best way to sum it up. I like to okay. process issues in my songs. Wow, that's so cool. So you use it as a form of like processing things. That's actually great. That's very therapeutic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And and it helps me. I, I'm an external processor for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so talking with people, writing it out in a song is is part of the way that I kind of work out my opinions on things. Um the part of the way that I kind of stand firm in what I think about an issue. And um, I think that sharing those ideas is also helpful for other people to kind of process their own beliefs on those issues as well. Yeah, I agree. That's great. So what is your favorite part of songwriting? Oh, man. my favorite part of songwriting I think is is the moment that you get that like delicious hook like when you get to that part of your song that you know is the is gonna be the most catchy yeah energizing part um there's just something about that that gives me goosies every time and I get super excited like oh my <laughs> gosh I'm so excited to to have other people experience this moment of this song um I think yeah getting that juicy hook yeah is that's super very exciting. satisfying yes very yes. fulfilling I know exactly what you're talking about mm-hmm. just that feeling that high you get after you're just like oh yeah no this is gonna be great Yes. Awesome. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Love it. That's so cool. So tell me more about your creative process. Like, how do you approach writing a song? Mm. So when I sit down to write a song, 
I think the very first thing I do is just kind of get a groove going on my piano or my guitar, whatever I'm using. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's a chord progression or a rhythm, I just kind of feel that out. Um, the second thing I do is kind of try to identify that whatever it is I want to process today. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, whatever that issue is that comes to my mind that I want to write about. And then I basically figure out how I want to marry the groove that I've come up with with, with the issue I want to process. Um, okay. Figure out if they fit together. Um, and if they do fit together, then honestly, it just kind of happens so fast for me. Um, again, I try to find that, that hook. That's probably the third thing that I do. Okay. Yeah. And, um, once I get my hook, if that's my chorus or the bridge or whatever, um, then I kind of just fill in the rest around it. Okay. And, um, yeah, it's hard to explain it in more detail because it it is a little different every time Mm -hmm. yeah but I think if that makes sense kind of in general that's that's how my brain thinks about it that's really cool yeah I love hearing how different people approach writing songs because everybody's different it's just so cool to like hear you know yes absolutely yeah So we're going to move on to our topic for today. And today's topic is keeping creativity alive. Yes. Yeah, this is going to be fun. (laughs) Mm, It's a good topic. Yeah, I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) So Mia, what do you normally do to like keep your creativity going, you know? Oof, I got to be honest. It's hard. It's not easy, especially um, these days during um, quarantine. Mm-hmm. I think for me, creativity has probably been the first thing to fly out the window. Yeah. Um, if I'm honest, um, just day after day in my house, it feels so redundant. And... So it's it's been really easy to kind of just let the days run together and and not take any time to be creative. <laughs> yeah. Um but I'm I'm working on really finding the diligence to schedule time in my day to to create whether it be writing a song or if it's just kind of journaling Mm -hmm. to get some ideas going for my songwriting, Um, whether it's watching a new movie I've never seen before to get some inspiration going. Okay. Um, just, Just being intentional about finding those new ideas and... Yeah. Um working off of them it really is a discipline it is yeah creativity doesn't just happen you have to you have to make it happen 
you have to commit to finding time to make it happen. Um, and that's something I, I never realized until recently. I always thought that, oh, creative people just, you know, like it, it just randomly happens to them and they <laughs> just randomly make this beautiful painting because yeah. they feel like it. Like, no, it's really not like that. You no. have to, it, it kind of feels like homework sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but creativity is work. It is. It is. And, yes, it and is. And sometimes you have to treat it like that. And it's not always fun. Um, but in the end, it's worth it. Because you make music. <laughs> That's the end right, product. Right, yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm really working on trying to change my attitude and, and understand that creativity. Um, if I'm going to have a career in songwriting, it's it's a job. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Man, you are speaking to my soul right now. Because <laughs> it's tough. I'm not gonna it say is. that I've been very good at it recently, because I haven't. But I'm yeah. working on it. <laughs> yeah, same here. Like this whole COVID nineteen situation has definitely like dampened my creativity a lot. Mm. So yeah, I'm right there with you. You know, I need to be more intentional about just fostering my creativity and just coming up with new ways to like be creative and create things and do different stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it is work. I definitely agree with you. Yep. I'm right there with you. It is so hard right now. It's, it's easy to just waste every day away on Netflix. Yeah. Um, it's so easy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a choice. Creativity is a choice. Right. So do you have any like creative exercises that you do? You know, like any set things? Do you remember um, Dr. Kim showing us that exercise of like just thinking of something and then writing out any words or phrases? Yes. That come to your mind about it. That's become yes. one of my favorites. That that really? really works well for me. Yeah. Yeah. I just get a blank sheet of paper and just think of a topic and then just list out any words or phrases that come to my mind related to that topic. And that really is helpful for me in kickstarting a song if I don't already have an idea for it going. That's a good tool to use because um, then you have a big list of content mm -hmm. that you've just created that you can draw right. from and create yeah. a song out of it's really great yeah that is a really good exercise um also she had us like journaling every morning like when you first wake up just start yeah. writing your journal whatever yeah. comes to mind um that's good um another one that i've done that dr kim made us do is spend it like an hour in silence. So basically Ooh. one whole hour, you can't talk to anyone and you just need to sit with your own thoughts for a whole hour mm. and take note of just whatever you come up with, whatever comes to mind, you know? Yeah. And that, that has helped a lot. I've never tried that. That sounds deep. It, it was deep. I was like, whoa. <laughs> wow. But it was just, 
it was very helpful, like, to just identify with, like, certain thoughts, with, like, other emotions, and, you know, it just, it really did help a lot. Yeah, that's really cool. I need to try that. Yeah. I, um, like, that's so hard for me. I Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always am wanting to busy myself with something, so that I would really struggle with that. Yeah, it was, I mean, honestly, it wasn't that hard for me because, like, I'm already kind of introverted and I just like spending time alone. So mm. it wasn't super difficult, but it was definitely something that I haven't, I hadn't done at the yeah. time. So it yeah. was definitely, it was interesting. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Another thing that I have done a lot is, is just, like, if I'm in the middle of my day doing whatever and I something will suddenly come to my mind that I'm like, oh, I need to use this in a song. Like, I'll just take a moment and pause and pull out my my phone and just record it really quick. Like, just say whatever it was or sing whatever it was um, and save that. Um, and then I'll come back to it later and and turn it into a song. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's another super important habit um, is yeah. anytime inspiration does strike, make sure you record it so you don't forget and then you'll have it for when you're able to write about it. Yeah, so true. A lot of my songs have have come from that. Yeah. that's Yeah, that's a really good habit. I do agree with you. Yeah. Um, have you ever, like, changed up how you write songs, you know? Like, have you ever just started with lyrics only and then came up with the melody later or, you know, just kind of switched things up a little bit? Mm. Um, I, honestly, I can't think of a specific time that it's happened like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, I just habitually start with, start with the chord progression. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I like sp- have an idea that is mulling over in my head for like days or weeks on end that I'm just like processing internally. And then when I get to a point that I'm ready to write it out, um, it's not that it's a specific word or a phrase, but it's just this idea that I've been processing internally. Um, mm. And then eventually I'll be ready to write a song about it. Okay. Just as a whole, if that makes any sense. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. It does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think it's that combined with starting with a melody. They just kind of both come at the same time to start mm-hmm. with. Yeah, and then yeah. I flush it out. That's good. Um, I found that, like, changing the environment that I write in also helps, like, encourage mm, yeah. creativity. You know, if you just write in the same, like, on the same instrument, in the same room, it can get kind of dull at times. Yeah, so, that is so true. Yes. Yeah. So I like to just switch it up every now and then, like maybe go outside and write, 
maybe write on the guitar because I normally write on the piano. So maybe try writing on the guitar or mm. try like making something on like a DAW and trying to write to that. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. That's just stuff I've been messing around with. Yeah, I've, I've never thought about that, but that is so true. Yeah. I think that that might be another reason why quarantine right now is really sucking the life out of my creativity. Because uh -huh. I'm just in this same little house day after day, and I'm yeah. not, not having those different environments that I, yeah. that I used <laughs> to be, be able to walk through every day, like at school and then the store whatever yeah so that's so true yeah um have you ever tried like writing a song backwards like i've never done it but i've just thought of it like how you, you normally like write from a song end, from end yeah. to beginning is that what you mean yeah so like starting with oh. like the bridge or something and then just kind of working your way back to the beginning of the song I think I have actually before. Really? Okay. Sometimes um sometimes the hook of my song, like I said before that I like to kind of start with. Mhm. Mm that that super juicy part, sometimes that yeah. will actually be the bridge for me. Okay. And so I'll get sometimes I will end up starting with the bridge and then getting my chorus and then just filling in the verses. Nice. Yeah. So you have done that. How did that turn out? I yeah, I mean it it works for sure. I love songs that that save the best part for the bridge. Me too. Yeah. Like yeah. That um moment of you're three quarters of the way in and then it just peaks. Uh, I love yeah. songs like that. Me too. So I think that that's a great way to approach a song. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm definitely a sucker for a song with a really good bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, so, like, what advice, I know you kind of already touched on it a little bit, but what advice would you give to songwriters who are just stuck in a rut creatively? Mm-hmm. My advice would be to schedule time like it's like it's a time card job. Schedule mm. time to get away and write. And it doesn't have to mean that you write a full song. It can just mean that you journal or you do a writing exercise um, or you look at art on Pinterest or whatever it means for you, but schedule time in your day like it's a time card job to fuel your creative side and commit to it. Wow, yeah. I think the moment that, that you move from, oh, music is a hobby for me to this is my job. This is my commitment. Um, is the moment that music can become your career. Mm -hmm. And it, it does feel in the moment like it's homework 
Like, it's not super fun. Um, but it pays off in the end. It really it does. does. Yeah. So wow. that's my advice to other songwriters and to myself, honestly. <laughs> I'm talking yeah, to myself to right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, golden. That is such good advice. Yeah. Um, so do you have like any last thoughts? Um I don't know. Nothing's coming to my head. I think I've, <laughs> I've shared the depths of my musical soul at this point. Yay. <laughs> so Yay. such a good conversation. It was a great conversation. Yeah, it's so needed for me. Like I'm saying, like I am taking a lot of this to heart right now. This is really good. <laughs> Thank you yes. so much for having me. Of course. So where can we listen to your music right now? Um, so I just put out my kind of first official single, official, unofficial. Uh, it's on SoundCloud. Yeah, it's on SoundCloud. Um, so just search Mia Arsenault. Um, okay. the single is called Beautiful, Wonderful Home. It's so, it's such a cool song. Oh, I really thank like you so it. Much. It's, it's so beautiful. I really appreciate that. Um, you can also find the link to it on my Instagram bio okay, yeah. if that works better for some people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, my Instagram is Mia Sano. And okay. so, yeah. Yes. Definitely go check out Mia's song. It is such a cool song. Like, I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for coming on, Mia. Thank you for having me. This was such a blast. Yeah. So excited for you and your your project. I've been listening yeah. to a few of your past episodes and it's it's been super fun. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, great. Well, I hope um we can talk again soon and find ways to foster our creativity during this hard time yes yeah well until next time talk to you later bye all right bye bye